The Gophers offer a transfer QB from New Hampshire. I've got details on him and more on today's show. We'll talk about what that means, and we got to talk a little bit about the women's basketball team. Okay, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of that info. You know, we're going to still be talking about football even once the bowl season is over. Even as we approach the bowl games, we're going to keep you covered with transfers. We're going to be keeping you covered with commits and all of that and more off-season talk so be sure to hit subscribe and we will also talk about other gopher sports tell your friends tell your fellow gopher friends fellow gopher fans i guess words are hard today but regardless we're building the community i love the feedback and the comments i love the conversations that y'all have with each other as well it is a great place to be a gopher fan now today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, and you're definitely going to want to check out their deals and earn up to 150 dollars in bonus bets over at fanduel.com slash locked on now let's talk about this because the gophers officially offered a quarterback transfer in the portal a scholarship so what does that mean we're going to talk about what that means in a little bit but i want to give you background on the quarterback max brosmer now, I also want to give you some insight deeper. I reached out to his quarterback coach, Sean McAvoy, who is one of the best in the business. Him and Quincy Avery work together, and they have worked with a number of collegiate, NFL, and high school quarterbacks. And I got some inside details for you on what to expect from Max Brosmer and why you should be excited that he could potentially be added to this Gophers quarterback room. Now, a quick Background on Max Brosmer, he was the leading passer in the FCS from New Hampshire. Well, he's not from New Hampshire, but he played at the University of New Hampshire. He is from Georgia. He was the leading passer in all of the FCS. So above your South Dakota states, above your North Dakota states, above all of those folks, the passer, it doesn't matter. Everybody in the FCS, he led the way with 3,449 yards this past 2023 season. He was also second in the entire country in the FCS when it came to passing touchdowns with 29 attempts and he threw a heck of a lot 455 attempts in fact and he was still 64 64% completion on those attempts so he's pretty accurate he can get the job done but the main selling points for the Gophers in my opinion for a guy like Max Brosmer because folks are like oh why would he come here we don't pass the ball we don't uh have we don't do this we don't do that we're not successful. We're not winning. Breathe, folks. We've had one down year, and I get it. There's frustrations. The, the expectations are higher, and that's a good thing. The expectations are higher. That should be a good thing. But the team is not 
terrible. They need to figure things out, and they're trying to take steps in the direction to start to try and figure said things out. But regardless, the main selling points for the Gophers and Max Brosmer is that he, er, the University of Minnesota is a Power 5 opportunity, so it's a huge leap from the FCS, not just to the FBS itself, not to just a G5 or anything like that, but a Power 5 school in which it's part of the two Power conferences at the top of those Power 5, in my opinion. So you got the SEC and the Big Ten, and the dollars follow that with the TV money. And you talk about that, the new TV money that comes in on top of the new schools coming in, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC, it brings more eyes and more viewers to the Big Ten, which means that you're going to have more eyes, more viewers, and even more scouts coming to the Big Ten games, watching Big Ten games and getting eyes on this quarterback. So that could be intriguing for any quarterback to look at the University of Minnesota and see themselves as maybe that could be a fit. And also with all that, with the more eyes, with the big leap to the power five, it's also an opportunity to compete and battle to start. Because after this season, nobody has the job locked up. Ethan Kalik Manis could still win the job, but he has to battle it out. Even if Max Brosmer comes in, it's not going to be handed to him. I want to stress that. It will be a competition. Now, an opportunity to compete and battle and start isn't always right in front of you for that for that taking when you hit the transfer portal. Now, you see other offers that came in, New Mexico State. Somebody had mentioned, I didn't see that one. I saw Buffalo. I saw uh, Western Kentucky, which Western Kentucky has put – Uh, or will about to put their second quarterback in the NFL in the past four years. So there's some history behind that too. So that's a sneaky one, sneaky competitor to keep an eye out for. But I think overall the Gophers are really in this thing. And then on top of that, the things that are pros is that it's similar. There are similarities with the systems that he did at New Hampshire and what could be here with Minnesota RPOs being under center playing in the shotgun usage. There are lots of things that he's already done that it could be a smooth transition to working into the power five, but still having the concepts and the ideals that you have been working with over the past few years to jump into a major opportunity. And then finally, the Gophers have a a top three wide receiver in the entire conference and Daniel Jackson, who is set to return next season. So that could be another drawing point another positive point for the gophers in favor of them now the worst selling point for minnesota is the pass attempts plain and simple we only had 295 pass attempts in this last season now you're talking about max brosmer who just had 420 plus attempts in each of his past two years so the gophers are gonna have to put their money where their mouth is and start to pass the ball more. Because if you miss out on a prospect like this in the portal and you miss out on a lot of quarterbacks, you might be tasting or reaping what you sow. You might have to deal with the repercussions of not passing the ball enough, and that would stink for the program, but it would be understandable for a quarterback that wants to continue to have the opportunity to throw the ball. So we'll see if the Gophers can sell that, but overall, I think it's going to be okay. I think that they're going to have a chance in this one. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm not saying it's a lock or anything like that, but it is a possibility, which is the first thing that you can at least have a little bit of 
positivity with. Now, if you look at his stats the past two seasons, you'll see a quarterback who was 64% completion, 455 attempts, 3,449 yards, and 29 touchdowns last season to only six interceptions. Now, in 2022, similar numbers, 62.6 completion percentage, 420 attempts, 3,154 yards, 27 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. So both of the past two seasons, he has taken care of the ball fairly well. He's put up a number of touchdowns and a number of passing yards as well. He also played as a true freshman in 2019. He was the first true freshman quarterback to ever start for the University of New Hampshire. Now, in that true freshman year, he took his lumps. He had some up and downs. 57.4% completion, 1,726 yards, 10 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. It was a tough year, but you can see the progress that he has had with more years of development, more years of the system, and getting used to it and letting the game slow down. Now, another reason why you don't fully give up on developing a quarterback, so keep that in mind. Now, the only worry I had was processing speed and through progression, can he get through the progressions, stepping up two levels of play from the FCS to not just the FBS, but a power five schools. Now, I wanted to dig deeper. I wanted to bring you more information. So I talked to his quarterback coach, Sean McAvoy, and I asked him for his quick thoughts on what Max brings to a power five program and for the improvements that he has seen over the years and also what his biggest developments have been over the years. And Gophers fans will love what Coach McAvoy had to say. In fact, I will read it verbatim because I don't want to I don't want to lead you astray. I don't want to put any uh any of my own spin on anything. So what he said is Max is probably the most mechanically sound, efficient, and accurate quarterback that we've been around in the past five years. And that includes our top power five in NFL quarterbacks. Now, he's a smart kid, super hard worker, high intangibles. Where he's developed the most over the past couple of years is the, just developing his body and adding weight and muscle and improving his athleticism at the position. He always has been really good from the pocket and on time and in rhythm. And over the past year, he's worked back from his knee injury and has really shown an ability to make plays both off-platform and off-schedule, and with his legs. The addition of his twitchiness and increased power to throw is noticeable from where he was a couple years ago. He also mentioned we've had the opportunity over the years to see him trade side-by-side -side with guys like Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Malik Willis, Sean Clifford, CJ Stroud, Michael Penix, and more. And some of those guys obviously were more technically gifted athletically. More gifted athletically is what I meant to say. Some of them have stronger arms, but Max always stands out. He's a guy Quincy Avery and I have been confident will have an opportunity in the NFL for a, in a few years from now. Music to go for fans' ears, right? That's something you would love to hear. It gets the intrigue going. And I asked one final question to Coach Sean McAvoy, and that was about the processing speed. Like I said, that one worry I had from him jumping to a higher level of competition. Coach McAvoy said, I think it's one of his strengths. He's played a lot of football, three-year high school starter in the highest classification in Georgia and started since freshman year at UNH. He also mentioned his consistency and his explosiveness that he brings to the passing game. So I know that Gophers fans will love to hear that as music to their ears. And he did mention that he thinks Minnesota is a real possibility. So with that real possibility, what does it mean for the Gophers with this quarterback offer? We're going to dive into those details coming up next.
First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel because right now, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 winning money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Now, if you bet on the Vikings last night, you wouldn't have got that money, unfortunately. But you have a new opportunity in this upcoming week to put some money line bets on different teams that you think are locked to win. Now, the Eagles, they feel right, folks. I mean, they took down the Chiefs, the Bills, but they got San Francisco coming up next. If you still have that faith in that team to continue their streak, then now's the time to put down a $5 bet and you can get $150 back in bonus bets. Or if you think this is the one they're going to drop, then feel free to go against them and pick the San Francisco 49ers. But if you are thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the time to get in on the action. Super easy to use and a wide range of options to bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Go to FanDuel.com slash college. That's FanDuel.com. FanDuel.com slash college and join FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. While we're at it, I need to mention our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs because they are the place to be when it comes to finding the right opportunities to fire the perfect hire for your small business. You don't have to worry about making it feel stressful or anything like that. Many of the top tier candidates are on LinkedIn Jobs as and you can find them as soon as possible for an interview. That's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. It's the place to be, and they have free tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Hiring is as easy when you have many, many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and so many roles to, to do that might, they might not have the time or the resources to make the right hire, but that stress is taken away with LinkedIn jobs. So you can post about your job for free over at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post about your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, Covers fans, so we got to talk about what this quarterback offer means for Minnesota, and you are listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, uh, your team, every day. Every day we're talking about the Gophers, so be sure to hit subscribe if you enjoy the content that you're hearing and you want to tap into the conversation each and every day. Now, what does this quarterback offer mean for the program overall? Now, it means they've honed in on a player that they are invested on. I wouldn't expect to see any more quarterback offers go out from Minnesota in the portal unless Max Brosmer gives them the sign that he's not coming, that he's like, nope, I'm, I'm locked in on these schools instead, I'm done then they would possibly look to bring in a different addition. So those of Gopher fans out there that are clamoring for names from P5 schools like Nate Johnson from Utah, Max Johnson from Texas A&M, Will Rogers from Mississippi State, you can stop because it's not going to happen. They lot once the Gopher the Gophers have been very very selective in their transfer portal processes and it has helped bring some Big names, some positive production to the program. You're talking about Jack Henderson played well this year. You've got guys like uh, Corey Crooms and Elijah Spencer that had some big hype coming in. And I still have a lot of positivity and hope for uh, Elijah Spencer. I think he can be a big player for the program. But you've got guys in the past, Jack Gibbons, uh, Benjamin St. Juice, guys that have gone on to be NFL players. 
quality starters that have come in. Micah Dutreadway, Niles Pinckney, uh, Quinn Carroll. We've had a number of players get a lot of productive snaps and minutes here for the Gophers. So what that tells you with all those players, though, is that they are very particular on who can fit the system they play, the style they play, fit the culture, and bring productivity productivity to the Gophers. So it sounds like there really is truly interest from Max Brosmer on his side and a possibility that he could choose the Gophers. In fact, on threes, Pete Nakos, who first reported it a few days ago that there was interest there, I he said that he was interested in this Minnesota program. On top of that, when we talked to Sean McAvoy, he said there is a real possibility for this Minnesota program. That said, if the Gophers do land Max Brosmer or any transfer quarterback, it will still be a competition, a battle, probably until fall camp. And Coach Fleck probably won't lean any way. This is our starter. This is our this. This is our. That won't happen. It'll be whoever wins the job. We're still working through things. We'll see what happens. That's what you're going to get all the way up until fall camp, probably up until about two weeks until the North Carolina matchup, which kicks off the 2024 season. Now, it's great to have those quarterbacks in the room. You have Ethan. You got Drew Vioto. You've got uh, Drake Lindsey coming in, true freshman. Max Brosmer would be a great addition on top of that. No one should feel comfortable, and everyone should be playing to prove they are the answer. They are who's up next. They are him until those two weeks prior to UNC and locking in the starting role. Now, what this offer also means that many haven't thought about is that if Max is your choice, is he's the guy you've kind of honed in on, selected in on, that's the quarterback you're really rolling in all of the all your marbles into that that area. He's the guy you've locked in on. That also means that you think he fits the current system, and you can likely expect the offensive coordinator and the system to remain similar next season. You're not going to see Minnesota go all in on a guy and be aggressive and make an early offer and all of that to add a quarterback early and not be locked into the quarterback's coach, the offensive system that he would play in, and what they that quarterback would be working with. Nobody wants to go into a program with question marks around it like, okay, so so what would I be running? What would be the expectation? And then all of a sudden they're like, well, we're still changing some things. We're still shifting some things. We don't, we're not quite sure. That's not the case. So you can, you can stop with the, oh, we're, we could change offensive coordinators. This move right here tells you that is not going to happen. So this changes that some fans are calling for, and I've asked for possibly a switch, but at least some sort of change to happen. It's likely not coming. Now, like I mentioned on yesterday's show, though, maybe they could hire someone as an addition, as an offensive pass game coordinator, and to help give different concepts, different flows, different route trees into the current system. Maybe something like that could happen. Time will tell. We will see on that one. But overall, I wouldn't expect expect too many changes on that offensive front with how aggressive the Gophers have been right here. And then lastly, the thing I want to say is you can be excited about a potential addition to this quarterback room without dragging the others on the roster. You don't need to drag guys like Ethan. You don't need to drag guys like Drew Vioto or Max Chikajansky or Cole Kramer because these guys are going to go in and they're going to compete they're going to push each other, and they're going to learn from each other. And if the quarterbacks on the same team can embrace the challenge and be brothers at the same time, then the fans in the stands can support all of them as well. That's all I got to say, but I do appreciate you listening. I hope you're excited about the different 
possibilities for this Gophers team. And there's still so much to come as we're just getting into the next phases past the regular season. Now to close today's show, we have to talk about this women's basketball team that is currently on a roll and looking to extend it. I'm going to tell you more about their next couple matchups and why you need to take them seriously coming up next. First, let's talk to you about our friends over at Prize Picks because if you like daily fantasy sports made easy, then Prize Picks is the place to be. And on top of that, they've got an amazing feature in the reboot policy. Now, over the holiday weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a couple players. I'm going to get, I'm going to hit and I'm going to 10 times my money over here. And I, I tried to hit on Chris Paul's over on three pointers. He was set at one and a half and he had hit three or more three pointers in his last six games. I was like, easy money. But I didn't look to see who was refing the game. And sure enough, it was Scott Foster, who Chris Paul and Scott Foster have major beef. And Chris Paul ended up getting ejected from the game. My hopes, my dreams, my money. It felt like it was all gone. But the prize picks reboot policy rebooted Chris Paul for getting ejected. And I was able to still win my placement on my other over-unders with my stat predictions and win up to Five times my money, not quite the full 10 times I was looking for, but it still saved me the pain of not being able to win my daily fantasy choices because of an ejection and beef between a ref and Chris Paul. No worries. Prize picks has you covered. And like I said, it's as simple as pressing over or under on stat projections. If you get multiples correct, you can win up to 25 times your money. So I would definitely go on and check it out. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on college for a first time deposit match of up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use promo code locked on college for a first time deposit match of up to $100. All right, Gophers fans, we are wrapping it up with the Gophers women's basketball. They're taking on two quality low major teams in the next week and probably have a chance to win both games and then move into some high major opponents, including their first Big Ten opponent. The Gophers women's basketball schedule has been a quality one so far. And you might not look at the names and be like, oh, well, Stony Brook, what? Stony Brook is an undefeated team up until they played the Gophers, and they gave the Gophers some stretches where they were giving them some difficulties. That is a team that definitely could make the tournament from their conference. And now you're going on to take Norfolk Norfolk State this week, who is another team that made the conference or made the tournament last year from their conference and will be a quality matchup to get the Gophers continuing to game plan and to break down the film and set up different strategies for that specific matchup. I love what coach Don Plitzaway has been doing with this women's basketball team and they've been stepping up to the plate. Now there have been some, some moments, some ebbs and flows, maybe some, some times where they're not fully locked in or they're gassed or things like that. We've seen those moments in UConn, maybe in bits and spurts of other games, but they find a way to get it done, wrap it up, get together and win by a you typically a number of points. Now they beat Stony Brook this past weekend, 67 to 54. Stony Brook, like I said, was an undefeated team, scrappy, and they had that never give up mentality from start to finish. Even when they were down by almost 20 points, they still were scrapping in the final seconds of the game, made a steal on an inbounds, hit a three-point shot, and got to 54 when it was really 67 to 51 to close that one up in the final like 10, 15 seconds. So they never gave up. 
but the Gophers women's got off to a kind of lax start. They weren't all the way fired up. It didn't feel like they were all the way in this thing, and they kept losing the ball when they were bringing it low after rebounds, but they were able to clean it up. They were able to gain a decent lead that they closed the game out with. But defense was what stood strong once again for the Gophers women's basketball team, especially in the back half of the game, the late third, early fourth, up to the final three minutes of the fourth. They literally held Stony Brook scoreless for many minutes in this back stretch of the game. The defense was locked down and you love to see it. Now, another positive was getting offensive touches and offensive looks to create for others. Now, Mara Braun is the scorer on this team. She's the number one scorer. She's kind of the first option when it comes to the Gophers women's basketball team. But Last year, if she wasn't scoring, it was tough to find a bucket. This year, it seems like if she's struggling with shooting or things like that, they have ways to get things going in the system to find easy buckets for others and keep the scoring going. Now, she was 4-for-14 four, four 14 in this one, but Minnesota found ways to create inside with post touches with Sophie Hart and also found ways to open up the floor and get open threes for girls like Mallory Heyer and Grace Garholsky. They found ways to get it done, and Mallory Heyer went four for six from deep. This game showed that they can create in other ways and still get Mara her shot opportunities, so that was a positive for this Gophers team. And hopefully as Mara gets uh, more comfortable and more confident and continues to drain the shots that we're used to seeing her drain, her numbers will also go back up, and that will make this team so much more dangerous. Speaking of the team being dangerous, when Amaya Battle is locked in and poised and confident and calm, and that happens in large spurts, and I feel like those spurts are getting larger and larger under Coach Plitzelwhite, but when she's confident, when she's poised, she is a difference maker for sure. She can do it all. She can get rebounds. She can assist. She can get steals. She can score, and it's all coming together, and as she continues to cut down on turnovers but making the right decision, finding the open woman, she is absolutely balling. Ballin, I'm telling you, she is one of the best players on this team and will be a huge, huge player for them down the Big Ten play of this season as she gets more poised, more confident, and continues to show that evolution in her game. Now, again, in this one, a little bit of a worry for me was the bench was rather short, and I think that the lack of depth usage could come back to hurt Minnesota if they can't get more players involved, whether it's due to injury, whether it's due to the Big Ten being grueling and game in, night in, night out, it being more difficult, you're going to need that depth. You're going to need some quality minutes from your bench rotation to get things going. So I hope that Coach Plitzwhite can get them more involved in the next two matchups against Norfolk State and Drake. Now, Nia Holloway showed very well in this one. She's scrappy. She's an energizer for this team, plus creating eight points on four of nine shooting and four steals. She needs to be on the floor more. She deserves more minutes. 20 minutes a game would be perfect for a player like her to help fire this team up and contribute in different ways. And also finding more opportunities for Janae Sanders, Maggie Zanano, um, Ayana Johnson, those three players could be big-time players on the bench with Nia Holloway that could help expand this bench, give your starters some rest, and maybe then some of those extra shots are dropping for Marbra because she has a quick breather. She has moments to catch her wind and get back in the game. I mean, even your your 
best players, whether it be Caitlin Clark still gets breathers. Now, she probably plays about the same amount of minutes as Marbron or maybe more at times, but there are moments where the games are put away or if the shot isn't falling, they'll give her a breather and let her re re-energize, refocus, relock in and get ready to go be the baller that she is moving forward. So hopefully we can find ways to give our top players those breathers as well. But overall, I'm thinking if they can't get more contributions more from their depth players, from their bench rotation, beyond the top six players of the starting five in Nia Holloway, that could make or break how far this Gophers team could go in the Big Ten in year one with Coach Plitzwhite. The ceiling is very high with this team, but incorporating the depth is the next step. Now, Stony Book was a, a quality challenge on or on last week's uh last weekend's matchup that'll be a good resume win for the Gophers but Norfolk State will be a quality challenge on Wednesday coming in at six and one I think they are I know they were a tournament team last year but they ran into the buzzsaw of South Carolina now this Norfolk State team was a team that went 26 and six last season so they will be a definitely uh capable team and one that the Gophers are going to show what the next steps are as far as can they get another quality resume win? Could it be another game to help extend the winning streak, but also keep that motivation high, keep uh, the the growth coming for this women's basketball team. We're going to find out on Wednesday. I'll be in attendance. I'm looking forward to it. Expect Minnesota to attack on the inside in that matchup. Once again, because there is no one on Norfolk state or on that roster that can hang with Sophie Hart in the post. They don't have a single player above 60. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to handle Sophie Hart overall, and they don't have a true center on the roster, so she could be the X factor in that matchup. We will find out on Wednesday, and we'll talk about more this week on Lockdown Golden Gophers. Row the boat, Sky Mago Gophers, and as always, don't forget to subscribe.